What's up, my dudes? It's the 26th episode of The Booth Review. Today is February 9th, and it is about 5.45, um, and we're just on our bullshit right now. So, uh, you guys ready to get started? We're getting our reps in early today. <clears throat> yeah. Get some shots Let's up. Let's fucking do it. It's a young team. By the way, I just want to point out, uh, I'm now legally allowed to adopt a child. <laughs> nice. What changed since <laughs> our last? 21. Oh, When true. you're 21, you're now legally allowed to do a few things. Um, so that's one of them. That's one of the perks. So when we check back in next week, post my 21st birthday, you know, hopefully I'll still be around and kicking. That's right. Six feet under. That's right. You're next week, right? Mm -hmm. What day? Wednesday. Ooh. Miraculous. Ooh, I don't have class Wednesday. Ooh. And I don't have class till two on Thursday, so. Well, get this. I've got an exam at 8.30 a.m. the morning after. Oh, no. So what are you going to no do? Well, I'm going to have fun. Yeah. But I'm going to have fun responsibly. Exactly. And Drink gonna, in moderation, my dear brother. Then I'm going to go crush my exam next go. morning. Probably not. Though. Probably get like a mid-range B. Which is fine. Speaking of crush, uh, the Falcons' hopes were crushed in uh, the 51st Super Bowl last Sunday as Tom Brady solidified his place as probably the greatest NFL player of all time um, as far as just success in the postseason. Um, I really was not expecting the comeback at all. Um, Pat, oh, wow. Pat, uh, Pat, Pat tweet, when I thought Pat was going to win a lot of money. From from his barrage of tweets, I got really, I was really excited. I started ripping the Patriots, and then um, you know halftime ended up being really long. Lady Gaga kind of scared me a little bit, and she then jumped off the top of the fucking stadium when it happened live. I thought that was a green screen. Mm -hmm. That was pretty cool. That yeah, was pretty cool. Really impressive by Lady Gaga. I she, honestly, and she didn't lip sync either, which is really cool right. too. Out loud, I had to ask how they got the star to do that, and then yeah. I realized. How stupid that is now. With the but, drones, yeah. Right. That was crazy. That was unbelievable. I didn't know. I mean, I was right there with you, man. I thought it was just yeah. too good to be true kind mm -hmm. of deal. That, and I'm glad that, like, they didn't bring any, like, politics or, like, controversial stuff. They just had, like, a... They just had a Super Bowl halftime show. It was just, like, regular. Like, I didn't even really... I mean, I'm not a super huge fan of Lady Gaga, but it wasn't the worst halftime show I've ever seen. It was actually pretty good. I mean, as far as, like, the stunts and all the stuff she was doing, to, like, be able just to do it yeah. for, like, whatever... I mean, however long it was... It was, a, it was like at least 45 Yeah, minutes. it was really long. And actually, um, shout out to Shia Taylor from like Brantley High School. I had a class of her, and she was actually on stage dancing. Damn. So that's really, really cool, and shout out to her. Good for her getting the plug in there. Yeah, um, impressive. I have to say, I feel really bad for Matt Ryan. Um, I feel like... Matt Schaub, too. Yeah, especially Matt Schaub. He got chips. Uh, I just, I'm still kind of puzzled why the Falcons didn't run the ball more in the second half. Um, well, I think I have your answer if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Because it's the Falcons. Yeah. yeah. Seems about right. They should. Well, they were at the 22-yard line right. of New England after Julio Jones' immaculate reception. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then they just go backwards, classic Falcons, like you said. But I think I think that's the moment that we should have known. Because 2016, and keep in mind, this is the 2016 NFL season. 2016, so it, still, it still carries over. It still yeah. carries yeah. over. 2016 <clears throat> has been the years of amazing plays that didn't matter. Comeback season. Marcus Page's yeah. three-pointer. Yes. Um, I'm totally blanking on all the rest right now. Someone we'll, help me we'll out. We'll talk about maybe Jalen Hurts 
on that Kiwi Sneak against sure. Clemson. That seemed um, like Steph there. Curry's go ahead or go ahead three, and then with um, didn't what's his face? Didn't Udall score a basket too? And then after then after he got blocked and Cavs came back and won. Uh, uh, and Carnacion's home run. Yes. Game seven. Yes. Yes. And or, it was maybe one more. In I don't know. Uh, game seven of the LCS. Are you, are you talking about? Did I say the wrong name? I think so. Um, whoever it, it was. No, I thought it was Encarnacion. It was Game Seven. No, and, yeah, and no, we're talking the World Series. Yeah, right. Oh, Encarnacion Rajay Davis. Davis. Rajay Davis. 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 I thought we were talking about the Blue Jays. I'm sorry. That's my bad. Yeah. Yeah. Rajay Davis. Rajay Davis. Yeah, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, of course, the Crimson Tide. Uh, I think Bogus hit, mm-hmm. yeah. hit the nail on that one. Yeah. I tried at least. But yeah, crazy, crazy game. I mean, and can we give some credit to the Pats' offensive coordinator? Is it? Josh McDaniels. Yes, so it those, is. Those plays on the two point conversions. Yeah. Those work so well. Like the the, the direct snaps with running back doesn't even work on NCAA football like right. twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. And it works now. And the other one was great too. Just good plays, good execution. The uh the the one to Amendola where he just kinda of sneaked across the goal line, I thought mm-hmm. was like one of those borderline could have been yeah. big plays. There's a lot going on it's there. It's been yeah. it's <laughs> been a year of those too. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. I'm, I wasn't really and I'm sure. glad I shouldn't say that. I'm not glad they didn't call it. I wish they would have called it because obviously, as an American, I wanted the Patriots to lose. But you had your just storm of tweets. Bro, okay, I was so right. I was so <laughs> right, and then I was so wrong. It's because you tweeted during the game. I know. You couldn't just wait. Couldn't I'm just sorry, wait. America. I, I was reveling in my moment too quickly, <laughs> and I sh- I should have known. I should have known. <laughs> also, was the Edelman catch the best catch no. in Super Bowl history? No. Are we gonna say the entire? <laughs> I'm biased. I'm biased. It's clearly uh, a toss-up between Tyree and Edelman. I'd say. I mean, they're both unbelievable. Yeah, literally unbelievable. But Tyree on the head. Yeah, I mean, he was. Falling, mean, it's just they're different catches mm-hmm. and different situations. But I mean, you can make the case either one's the greatest, and I definitely won't forget either one ever. I mean. Yeah, I mean, Eli had to fight his way out yeah. of the sack for the I mean, for the helmet catch. Yeah, I mean, true, very true. Tom Brady. That, that and and the feet and and the feet to Patriots too. Right. So, so I mean, but still, still an amazing play. Um, Can we talk about? It was a bit weird. Why do they have to have the celebration at the end of the game when they were walking? I forget who it was at first who was walking with the trophy, the Lombardi trophy. They had to hand it off to somebody else to do the same thing, and they were the players were kissing it from the sides. Mm-hmm. That was just a little bit weird. No, they always do that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I I still think it's weird, personally. Got something against kissing trophies. I don't know. It's just like, dude, why do they have to hand them? My main problem is, like, why do you hand it off to somebody new? Just let the same guy do it. Well, I mean, bro, they all want to get their hands on it. I mean, I couldn't... I'm nitpicking. You guys are right. Honestly. I'm nitpicking like you're crazy right now. The, the biggest thing that, like, shocked me is that today, still in history, the Browns are undefeated in the Super Bowl. They've never lost. Um, they've also never won. Stay with Um, and they remained a relevant topic all throughout the game because I just heard about all this, all the guys we let go that were playing for you know the Falcons that were doing, that were doing so well. So. so at least the Browns are so bad they're staying relevant. You know, right. it's pretty impressive. Yeah, honestly, chalk it up as a W for the Browns. So guys, I, I think there's more to be said about this game. Rigged. I mean, <laughs> rigged would be a good word for it. <laughs> Um, if we had to put the blame squarely on a single individual's shoulders, who are you guys going with? You go first. Falcons OC. Okay. Just mm. straight up B. Like, there's just, you gotta run the ball more. I mm-hmm. mean, you can't, you just can't, you can't lose control of the, the, the biggest, like, the biggest point differential in, what, the first half of playoff history? You can't, right. you can't, you can't let that up. It's unacceptable. I mean, 
They're, so, they're too good of a team to let that happen to them. I mean, granted, it was the Patriots, and, like, Goodell raided the game. But, like, still, you know? Um, I'm going to blame, and this is out of the box, Roger Goodell, not for any obvious reasons, but for letting Lady Gaga perform for, like, 45 minutes. Because mm-hmm. I did say yeah, I have. That's the, going yeah. to be an advantage for the Pats. Matt Ryan didn't touch, touch the ball for, uh, like, four calendar years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, enough. this halftime show is, like, they're cool. I get it. But, but dude, yeah, we're, it, it we're, ruins the flow of the game. It's just ridiculous. It's, it's the same. It's the same type of crap that happened with the um, Ravens Forty Nine ers Super Bowl, where the power went out, and then the game just changed after that. It's just it, that should have been the moment they were like, "All right, enough of this. Let's just, let's just do what we came here to do. Play mm-hmm. some football." That and it's just it's not it's not good for the players either because I mean if you get so warmed up and you cool down for that time and try to go back out again, like I just don't think it's like it's the best for the players. Yeah. You know, it's like. It's just not like you're not gonna like you're not gonna play half a game and set out for almost a whole quarter's length, you know, and then and they continue to play as well as you were. In the first yeah. Half. But do you guys think Goodell and his the moment with Goodell and Belichick and Brady did that live up to like your expectation? I mean, we all knew it was gonna happen. Yeah. They were gonna be polite and cordial, and then Goodell was gonna leave, and he did. Yeah. He literally handed the trophy and left, like he should have. Yep. And that was it. Were the balls deflated? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I don't know. That's really that's what I want to know. I mean. Because that only catch looked like a deflated ball catch, you know, at least Could in, have been. in my opinion, you know. We need uh, another hearing or two, I think, to decide. Unfortunately, I think that catch is at least partly uh, Keanu Neal's fault. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it's to say. It's okay. Yeah, he, Keanu, went, he, he didn't have that great of a game. I can't blame him. I can't I blame him. I didn't see him. Well, okay. I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair. He led the team in tackles. Can we yeah, just I'm, say that? Maybe I wasn't yeah. watching the right game. Right. He's, I don't think I was watching the right game either then. He's, <laughs> yeah, I fucked up. He just, he's deceptively involved. Like, us from UF, we're used to Keanu and you just, like, like killing someone yeah. in the port, like, throughout the game, yeah. and then, like, we get that momentum. But he led the team in tackles, and I think he, I think that was, like, the only big play that he really gave up, even though it wasn't technically his man. But he did go for the interception as opposed to trying to bat the ball yeah, down. Yeah, break it up. Or, yeah. or push Edelman away, which he has done to receivers in the past. But it's all right, you know. It's okay. This fellow Gator had he, a good game. He Brian is. Poole. Yeah, I mean, Brian Poole yeah. had a pretty bad game. But what, what game am I watching? I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah, so still on the topic of NFL, um, the Hall of Fame ballot for 2017 came out, and there's actually some pretty notable names on there. Obviously, it's, you know, Hall of Fame. But at least from my perspective, I've, you know, I, there's – Probably maybe, maybe I'm getting older now, but a lot of these players I watched growing up. Um, so anyway, it's Morton Anderson, uh, Terrell Davis, Kenny Easley, Jerry Jones, Jason Taylor, uh, LT, and Kurt Warner. Um, I mean, Solid. this kind of speaks for itself. Jerry Jones is pretty funny. I mean, <clears throat> but I mean, he's an owner and contributes tons of money to the NFL. So he was he sense. was chosen by the like the senior committee or whatever it was. It's mm-hmm. not like the traditional one yeah. that chooses the players. It's like a whole separate other thing. Okay. Not to take away from Jerry Jones. Yeah, how dare you. Our brother, Jerry Jones. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Terrell Owens got snubbed, and he was really upset about that, but that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much it now for the NFL. Yeah. Um, and as opposed to a lot of our past episodes, I'd say things are on the up and up for the Gators on and athletically on just all sides of the ball, all teams, men's, women's, everything. Um, Except for women's basketball. To be completely honest yeah. with you guys. Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, their true. best player did quit the team about a quarter of the way through the season. So I did not know that. Yes. Anyway, we beat Kentucky by 22 points last week. Um, it's the biggest margin of victory in school history against Kentucky. Um, we they Kentucky didn't lead at all during the game. 
Uh, Casey Hill is probably his best game of his career. Um, mm-hmm. Mike White, the probably I mean the best one of yeah, his career. The Mike White when we were all waiting for. And we only got ranked up to number seventeen, but at the same time, you know if that keeps us hungry, it's not a bad thing. We uh, plus we're gonna be able to prove ourselves, especially if we win. You know if we can beat Kentucky at Rupp and we win the SEC championship, we could end up being a two or three seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last time we uh, <clears throat> were talking basketball. I called out a lot of the players and the coaches. I so, think they heard you. I think they heard I'm you. Hoping, you know what? If that's what happened, then I'll take the credit for this nice run that we've had. But we were also talking about the games leading up to the game against Kentucky, and we were talking about how we have a nice slate of games we can win here, and then we drop two. So I'm not going to do that now because we have a nice slate of games coming mm-hmm. up here that we should all win, but we probably might drop yeah. one. But uh, Chris Chioza, let me just say, I need to eat a lot of crow. I called him out like two mm-hmm. weeks ago for not having a shot. He's doing so well now. He's. I'm just going to stop talking about Florida basketball for this episode because I don't have any credibility on mm-hmm. the topic right now. Really, I mean, the the commentators on TV keep talking about it, how UF had this like this team meeting and everything's been awesome ever since. As cliche as it is, that really is true. Like, Ever since then, there have been multiple multiple players who've really like, elevated their game to... like. Yeah, you to, can see the effort level is just you can see it. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. a, that's definitely my quite thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I don't... And not to say that, like, Billy Donovan didn't get effort out of his players, but, like... Yeah. Well, it's a different system. Right. I'm going to lift the ban and start talking about it again. It's a different system because Mike White's system, I think, is more so, like, let the players do their thing. Mm-hmm. You know, take shots early in the shot clock. You don't have to run NBA sets, whereas that's what Billy D. So maybe right. the effort was still there. It's just different. Different mm-hmm. kinds of effort you'll see. David Robinson's playing really well. The big men are playing great. Every, everyone's playing well. There's I mean, we've, else to say. Yeah, we've outscored our opponents 371 to 243 in our last four games. Um, and the average margin of victory is around, like, it's over 20 points. Yeah, 20 some so Those are not bad teams. I mean, I know LSU's bad, but Kentucky just beat LSU it, by seven. I don't think it matters. I mean, like, regardless. Well, Kentucky, if you're, if you're, yeah, Kentucky's falling off. If you're dominating teams the entire game and yeah. you're putting up, you know, NBA numbers with her points, like you're, you know, you know your, your team's still good regardless of who you're playing. I mean, it's Division One basketball. It's not like it's, you know, it's a joke. Let me um, let me ask you guys a question because this this is what's been making the rounds on uh, Gator Twitter today. Who do you think that it's fair to say? And take take your Gator goggles off here for a second. Do you think it's fair to say that um, that we are Kentucky's rival in the SEC? Not even not even just like. Are we talking wise, currently? Like, are we talking currently and over the past few yeah, years? Yeah, I mean, I, the only other team I feel like has been formidable is probably Tennessee, but that was at least ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, you look at the West. <laughs> last year, you know, their big games were against A and M because A and M was just randomly good last year, or whatever. But nobody else in the West mm-hmm. in the East, like Wu Tang said, Tennessee is the only other option. Vanderbilt is tough to play always, when they, especially on the road. But that's right. not like a giant rivalry. It has to be Florida. I mean. Every past like twenty years, yeah, I mean, that, that's been like a top twenty-five matchup almost in terms of both teams being ranked mm, for the right. most probably like seventy-five to eighty percent of those games. Mm-hmm. And you know, a big game helps with the rivalry, right? I had a nice little. Is Kentucky- Wait, what are people saying like as to who their rival is if it's not Florida? Uh, some talking head, Tim Brando, this would dispute that and says that Kentucky is on an island. They have no rival in the SEC. They are unmatched in the SEC. I got a nice little stat for you. I'm about to drop one on you. Tim Brando. This comes straight from my likes on Twitter. One game separates Florida and Kentucky head-to-head since 2005. Gators have more titles, 2-1, to one, yep. and nearly as many Final Fours, 3-4. to four. That means just as many. But, 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 Kentucky's unmatched. Kentucky's unmatched. Tim Brando, he's an old fart from CBS. He's mm-hmm. probably from the Midwest area. He might be from Kentucky. That's <laughs> up. 
<laughs> couldn't have said it better myself. Like, whatever. It's clearly, we're clearly their biggest rival. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to take so much pride in being Kentucky's biggest rival. Right. It's like, yeah. we could beat them any game, mm-hmm. anywhere, anytime. That's part of being a rival, though. I feel like it, when you call it a rivalry, that means either team could win at any time. Yeah, they had one, what, I think, what, was it five in a row, maybe? Um, I think it was four coming so, in. Yeah, so they had our number, but we got it back. And it was, it was just a big win for Florida as a program to announce that we are back as a program without mm-hmm. Billy Donovan. Yeah. And we, we shut down uh, Malik Monk, completely shut him down. He, he, he didn't had, have he, a field goal or points in the first half. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, yeah. Um, it's unreal. that He's arguably the best player in the nation, and we sh- we completely shut him down. And, you know, it doesn't take one guy. It's a whole defensive team. If you after. stop Malik Monk, though, you stop Kentucky, because Darren, De'Aaron, rather, De'Aaron Fox can't shoot the three that well, mm-hmm. and then Bam out of bio, he's okay. And then their other guy, Gabriel's okay. Well, they, have all, they all have no experience, too. Yeah, it's, it's just, just a young team. But I like our chances against Kentucky on the road. Mm-hmm. We play South Carolina at home that week. It's a Tuesday, Saturday thing. Yeah. So that's a tough week. We should beat South Carolina at home. I, I feel like yeah. that's a revenge game. I, yeah. I feel like we, we need to win that. And I mean, we're, we're in really good position to win the uh, the uh, regular season crown. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what a jump for Mike White to go mm-hmm. from, I think, 21-15 and 15 last year to now. Well, we're 19-5 and five right now. Right, and I think players, I think the difference is the players have definitely bought in at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. The, the game against Kentucky was so necessary because they needed to see how good they can be mm-hmm. and what they can do. Because there are plenty of people who think Kentucky's the best team in the country, regardless of their yeah. record, at least talent-wise. So mm-hmm. for them to beat Kentucky like that, like you said, they had never led the game. Mm-hmm. It's just it was big. It right. was good for the future. Like wire to wire, I kept thinking like, we've been waiting this whole time. When are they coming back? When are they coming back? And it every, didn't happen. Every time they yeah. mount, every time they got within four or five, we just exploded. Yeah, and that's a sign of a good team. Yeah, you know. And then I guess on if you moving the football, uh, National Sign Day also happened since the last episode mm-hmm. and. Um, before National Signing Day, things looked really shitty for the Gators. Um, we were not doing well in the SEC or in the nation. Um, but we actually jumped from number 31 to number 10 overall with recruiting classes on National Signing Day. And we signed the most players ranked in the top 50 in the state of Florida. Fuck the Seminoles. Fuck the Hurricanes. Uh, I guess the rest of the teams don't, aren't really relevant because UCF's not relevant and USF's really not that relevant. But at least I want to say fuck the Noles because we did something better than you this year. <laughs> to be honest, USF... <laughs> Is probably going to be ranked higher than we are next year <laughs> to start the season. I'm serious. Yeah, I know. I, it, uh, I'll put money on that. Did we jump Tennessee? We did. In, yes. yes, we did. <laughs> yes. That is awesome. Because mm-hmm. they had the number one player in the country, right? Ranked ahead of national champion Clemson as well. Yeah. So basically, really? mm-hmm. I guess we can all agree that Coach Mack and Coach White are both off the hot seat. Because I feel like... Yeah, yeah. No, I mean... If, not as, but for, for well, now. For no, a same say, Florida fan, they were never on, yeah, yeah, I think. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm saying, though, as far as public perception. And Mike White, yeah. and I know this sounds ridiculous and it's crazy, but the perception, I think, or the, the for the insane Gator fan, I think Mike White's less on the hot seat than Coach Mack. Even though Coach Mack has done more, mm-hmm. proven himself more, just as football. Right. So it's like, you know, we lose mm-hmm. to Florida State again next year or we get embarrassed by Alabama again, people are going to get pissed, even though we know it's, there's no reason to be pissed. Mm-hmm. I would say. I wouldn't say there's no reason. I think but not as much of a reason as they think. This year, this year is just there's so many like pivotal points to this year. Like 2018 or not 2018, 2017 will be the year of like it will be the year that defines Max, you know, reign here so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, but yeah. If you think about it, the there are so many pieces in place coming into this season. Like, and if we. I'm I'm one of those believers that is like we're a quarterback away from mm-hmm. being truly truly competitive, 
So I, mean, I think everybody sees that, mm-hmm. right? I hope, I'd hope at least. I mean, there are people who who will say that there's more to it, but like I think the defense will be back next year. Anything by back, I mean yeah. solid and not you know maybe not maybe they won't be top five, but, but it's we have too many athletes mm-hmm. to like not have a good defense, right? And, you know, Coach Shannon t- taking over the. the and we uh, picked up a lot of good, a lot of good hires on the staff as far as the football staff, and that's huge because they're going to develop those four stars and the five star, three stars and the four stars. You know, have those have it like I mean, I just think that things are aligning for us. Like like you said, Pat, like we're, we literally are a quarterback away, and if we get some type of playmaker back there, you know, I mean, I wouldn't want to play us in the swamp next year. I think my favorite. The favorite thing that I've seen out of McElwain so far is his ability to identify problems and then adjust to them. Mm-hmm. And while it might not happen as quickly as we'd like, like maybe we didn't adjust quickly in a game and, and we, we lost that, or, but he really noticed that recruiting was a downside for the staff, and he, he went and he made those changes, and he hired... Juwan Snyder, the running back coach out of uh, West Virginia, that's a huge get for the for like our program. That that brings a ton of South Florida schools back into the fold that maybe we didn't have great connections to. <clears throat> Not only that, but West Virginia's running attack was ranked in the top twenty five for the past three years. So proof is in the pudding. Yeah, you I'm bring, kind of bummed we lost Torian Gray. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Torian Gray. Yeah, he's headed over to the Redskins. Ooh. So he's my rival the, now. The R words. Mm-hmm. The Redacteds. But uh, yeah, we replaced him though. Yeah, someone replaced. Formidable. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally, of course, totally blanking on his name now. I think he's from like North Texas. Is that the guy? No, that is. Else? That would be our new offensive line coach. Oh, we got Brad a, Davis. That's right. Mike Summers at the Ville now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Lots of turnover. Yeah. No. Uh, we've got a, a pretty uh, stacked coaching staff. I think it's fair to say. I'm excited about next year, guys. Um, yes, I'm excited as well. All I mean, the games are at home. Sci-fi. Besides Michigan. We open. I mean, we open the year versus Michigan at Jerry World, and like that. If, if we win that game, it's instant validation. We will. Instant. I. I early prediction. We will yep. beat them because they have no. They're gonna have zero experience on defense. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think that they're gonna come into the game underestimating the Gators, and it's just not gonna go well for the Michigan. The whole country. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Wilton Spade's anything special. Um, you know, he's not like a super mobile. I mean, he's kind of mobile, but like if we get pressure on him, like he's, he's just a, I mean, he's just, he's a is six he foot seven back? dude. I mean, I'm, I, 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 yeah. I don't think so. As, uh, was he a senior? I'm pretty sure he's a graduate. Well, you are right. They're losing everybody. Yeah. They're losing a ton of people yeah. regardless. Um, we, like, like you guys have said, if we get a quarterback, I think we get that W. Yeah. They're also, they also wear Jordan, you know, gear. So they're just, they're, they're <laughs> second class citizens basically. Speaking of, uh, well, you are wearing Jordans right now. That's true. I mean, you I, did just get tried hard yeah. on. The yeah, no, on. it's it's true. I'm I'm wearing them just to be a douche, though. That's the thing. The LeBron jersey's not really like me, like me being a douche. The Jordans are are more of a douche, and they're I've also not taken care of them because I don't really care about them that much. So. So what does the Trump Pence hat make you? Oh, it makes me it makes me a douche as well. Um, so it's a gold watch and gold <laughs> and glasses blazer. and blazer with shorts. But um, like I said, when you walked in, you're very on brand right now. Yeah, no, I I represent all parties. There you go. I'm very bipartisan right now. There you go. Um, but yeah, speaking of LeBron, um, since we haven't <laughs> talked about him yet, and it's the best part of the show always, um, LeBron may have had the shot of the year so far. Uh, yeah, probably. You know, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, I mean, falling into the stands after already having 17 assists, um, yeah. and then Kyrie closed it out at the end. But I mean, just the whoever was guarding, I can't remember who was guarding LeBron now, but whoever was guarding him turned with the camera and started laughing. It was, laughing. Sure it was Bradley Beal. Yeah, yeah okay. Bradley Beal, who had a great, who had a great game, by the way. Yeah, 41, he had I think a great he had. game. 
easily our best NBA player to date, I'd say. Overall, really? All time? Uh, maybe not all time. Al Horford. Currently in the NBA. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Currently Al. in the NBA. Big Al, though, yeah. Mm-hmm. Top, either Okay, top two. I'm getting off track. Jason Williams? Ooh, White, White chocolate. chocolate? White chocolate. Matt yeah. Barner? <laughs> yeah. Bro, we got some legends. We actually do. We actually do. But the Cavs, uh, they got a big game the other night from Kyle Korver. Yes, the, actually last night, Kyle Korver, he had 29 points, went 8 of 9 from 3, and I think he only missed two shots from the field the entire game, which is huge. Huge. Yeah, um, you know, and, you know, LeBron's just still dishing passes out there. You know, you got to love LeBron's easily still the best player in the NBA. I know, you know, Russell Westbrook might be getting triple-doubles, but, you know, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Are, the, are the Cavs back? Are we good to go? Cavs are back, especially. especially and we just signed uh, Derek Williams. Derek Williams, yeah. who hopefully LeBron can turn from a shitbag to, like, a decent player off the bench. Um, but, you know, we still don't have J.R. Smith back. He'll be coming back. But, I mean, if, if we have Corver coming off the bench and a guy who can put up 30 off the bench, you know, I think we're in pretty good position to – Repeat, um, but that that being said, everybody has to stay healthy too. You know, somebody gets injured. Uh, you know, gotcha. LeBron can't get injured. I'm knocking, I'm literally knocking on. I'll knock on some more wood because just just in case. But you know, we got some weird teams in the NBA right now. I think it's fair to say. I think the the Heat have just turned flip the switch. Deion yeah, Waiters, which for no reason. I'm not yeah. sure what's going on down there. Deion Waiters is going crazy. Um, what's uh, Whiteside's one of the top? He's one of the top young players in the league. Um, and I feel like Deion Waiters, really his style of game is he's just a, he's a volume shooter, so he didn't really have the opportunity in Cleveland that much. And OKC, I feel like it's really hard to be a volume shooter when you have Kevin Durant and uh, Russell Westbrook on their team, like when he was there, but both of them were there, obviously. Durant's not there now. But, I mean, the guy's always been talented. You know, maybe he's just got the right fit, you know, enjoys the spotlight. Miami, I mean, Whiteside definitely helps. You know, they have Drogic, too. Like, you know. Not a bad team. Um, the Wizards, too. I was going to yeah. say the Wizards. I like them a lot. Yeah. A lot of people have I don't have know them. if it's a clear shot for the Cavs or the Warriors to even get to the finals this year because the Spurs in the West. A lot of good teams in the West and you have the Wizards. Uh, Boston's been playing really well. Isaiah Thomas yeah. is going crazy. And um, some trades may happen, too. Yeah. Serge Ibaka is a high, highly sought-after commodity right now. Really? Yeah. He might go to Boston, possibly. I think uh, Houston was looking after him as well. Mm-hmm. So keep it on that. Also, to go back to college basketball super quick, two big games on tonight. We we, yeah, I'm excited. Duke UNC at 8, I believe, and then Oregon and Arizona. Or is it Oregon Ooh. UCLA? There you go. Thank you. At 10. Mm-hmm. So. And Cavs Call, call your bookies too. and get your get your, sli- your slips in now. Hey, hey, make your picks. You're, you're talking about it. Make your picks. All right, all right. I, I will go with UNC on the road, steal one sure. in Durham. Okay. And then I like, I like Oregon to beat UCLA again. Okay. Oregon, I think, is the... Where, where is that game? That game is out west in Westwood. Wait, where? And wherever UCLA okay. is, okay. LA. Los, uh, Hollywood. I mean, is pretty much. Okay. I mean, they're, they're, they're more like Brownwood, actually. I live by the suburb. Yeah, yeah that, they're, was, they're, that they're, was so dumb. They're near I Brownwood. I should have just said Los Angeles. I don't mm-hmm. know why I went to the suburbs. I don't even live out there. I'll take Oregon. Okay. Oregon. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Duke. Uh, they got. I think they got shooters, and they got uh, that, that home court really makes a difference. Kind of, kind of like the Odom does. Odom's <coughs> um, back, by the way. Odom is back, by the way. If you didn't know, uh, hit my Twitter to see videos of that. Um, what else? Uh, Oregon. If it was at Oregon, undisputed, I'm picking Oregon. No way. They're like easily one of the more underrated teams in the in, in the league right now. <coughs> and I don't necessarily think UCLA is all that special. I think they have mm-hmm. one player, but I'm not I'm not sold on on them as a team. <coughs> mm-hmm. But I think I think that'll be a really good game. Um, I will take UCLA in that. 
And it's all about the D. I'm going to go with both Ds here. Uh, the Ducks and the Devils. Um, Ducks, I think, are... Pro- Easy D. <laughs> the Ducks might, might deceivingly be the, the best team in college basketball. Yeah. They've been playing really well. They've really impressed me. And like Pat said, you know, UCLA just seems like a one-man show. And, uh, I, you know, you got to take, you know, at Cameron Indoor, you got to always take, I mean, oh, I, oh, Blue Devils, even though they have a fucking bitch as their star player. Yeah. But he's, he's been all right lately. Yeah, I mean, it's just still, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm just, it's never going to, like, his, his image. You always, you always feel it's just, like, just right under the skin. Yeah. Like, it just come anytime. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, he's, he's been, he's been you know, dreaming about tripping people, you know. He, yeah. he just, he wants to so bad, and it's just, you know. He probably will trip somebody tonight, so. Yeah. Slice the pump. Love it. Yeah, make sure you turn into uh, ESPN 7 for the Grayson cam. It's always on. Then turn to Indisputable Evidence on ESPN The Ocho as well. Yeah. For terrible, terrible, terrible freezing cold takes. Yeah, very cold. But I think that's going to wrap it up. Sounds good. Fair to say. Why don't you uh, hit this link next week, guys, and we'll see you in the same time in the same place. Wow, wow, we will.